0: Record on that pitch, and... A bunch of losers in there, not even want to stop. It. I just want to keep it going no, forever. Let's let's rock oh, on. Wee! we indeed, dude. Oh, lyrics even started at some point there. Damn.
1: Oh, jeez. Yeah, we're uh, we're robbing the people right now, Gar. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's that's what we're here for, right? Josh? Sorry, we're we're robbing the person. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I don't even think T listens anymore. Do we have any listeners? Oh, of course we do.
1: Who? Uh, you uh, when you drive home. Uh, and I then, mean, yeah, um, I guess than those australians that have nothing else to do while they're in hiding from all the spiders yeah that's probably it there we go um how are you doing today gar <laughs> good um
0: i'm doing good josh N- nothing crazy uh, you already noticed it earlier but i had to trim up my beard a little bit honestly the first time i've ever trimmed beard in my life i've either had a beard or just shaved it completely off so i went out and bought a little nice expensive beard trimmer last night i'm happy with my purchase and uh
1: Life's good. Life's gravy. What's the make model year of it?
0: <laughs> I don't know the year of it. Um, it's the, well, I want to say, it's the Philips Norelco Want Face Pro or whatever, the one blade. It's got like the knob with like the 14 different length settings on it. And
1: Damn.
0: Dropped a full $80 on it, Josh. Holy cow. I know. What did know. you pay
1: with after you dropped that $80? Did you at least pick the money back up? No, I just left it there. All right. Um how how are you doing, Josh? I'm doing well. I uh, just got back from a dog visit, as you what? know. Yep. So Kai might be getting a older brother. Um we have another one tomorrow, so then we'll make the decision from there. Um three options are the dog we met today, the dog we met tomorrow, or the no dog, dog we met tomorrow, huh? Yep. <laughs> Look um, at those
0: sentences.
1: Tonight I have a crown apple and 7. Ooh, isn't yeah. that
0: isn't that pretty much what you drink every pod, or is it usually sometimes just Crown and water? I'll
1: I'll switch it up. No, it's usually. I mean, I've had Crown before. I've had DiSerrano. I've had Captain. I've had just beer. Um, but yeah, um, what pod number is this? Seven.
0: This is yes. This is technically pod seven. Um, we've had two bonus pods. Otherwise, this would be five.
1: But so all seven pods, I've had an alcoholic beverage within reach. So we're gonna we're gonna keep the trend alive, um, and you know figure out what we have next week um anything else to add any other small chit chat that nobody really wants to listen to but they're going to be forced to if they actually listen through the podcast
0: uh, you know, no, like usual, like I always, and you know, usually when I'm driving is when I'm doing a lot of thinking, um, unless you call me for some reason, which you do like to do a lot, but, um, you know, I always, I can't, I always forget my segments by the time I get here. I never write them down or anything. So, um, if you got nothing else, Josh, I'd like to welcome everyone to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix Podcast. Um, obviously I'm Garlic. that's Josh over there um and here we are nfl week one in the books folks there was definitely some ups some downs some surprises um you know it it was a great week one and i'm sure we'll dive into all of it um but josh any any non-football news you want to talk about you already talked about the dog anything else in in your world or in the world in general you want to talk about before we dive right in
1: no football
0: football all right yeah i was gonna say trump probably did some stuff but uh you know it happened kaepernick
1: Yeah. Um, so I'll go through some of the NFL news on NFL.com, as I, I usually do, yeah, just do to man. kick it off.
0: Let's hear them. Headlines. Um,
1: Panthers are researching hurricane contingency plans. Um, so I'm guessing since the Hurricane Florence is coming into town, it uh, might uh, ruin some rosters. Um, so keep that in mind. I think the East Coast games, uh, there's a little bit of a warning out. Some players, some games might get delayed. Some games are, might not have. <clears throat> might not have ideal conditions so you'll have to keep keep track of that
0: speak speaking of north kakalaki that is where our dear friend titan is from and i almost got him to call in today and give us a weather update but uh he wasn't feeling up to it so shout out to uh mr titan out in north carolina be safe my friend
1: Does he know how to listen to podcasts?
0: Uh, uh, I mean, he knows how, I don't know if he has the internet or I'm not sure his potato can pump
1: out that much download speed at a time, but all right. Um, other news, uh, Martavis Bryant back on the Raiders. Um, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing considering Derek Carr couldn't hit, hit the turf if he threw the ball at the ground. He's so bad. Um Josh, there's no chance you watch that game. Why why do you hate this man so much? I, I'm just going off of what Reddit says. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't
0: lie on the internet. There's no bias on the internet.
1: Gronk is telling or Gronk is saying that trash talk is not as focused to Ramsey. Um around the NFL podcast is back in the United States. Um and so I don't know if you listen to them. I love that podcast. Never um, do I ever. They're they're four guys, a lot of guests. They hey, Josh, paid... you
0: tell me, are they better or worse than us?
1: They're worse, but they get paid to do it, so they're better. <sighs> someday, Josh. Someday. How fucking
0: cool would that be if we got paid to do this podcast someday?
1: Well, first off, we're in my basement, which is only one small step ahead of in our parents' basement. So it would be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, and so, um, next headline, um, Collins, I don't know. Um, Landon Collins I was said saying, Collins is very general, Josh. Yep. Um, Landon Collins says that Dak Prescott's passing is giving the Giants a better shot at the playoffs. Really? So that sounds like he has a very little faith in the Cowboys signal caller. Um, but then again, I think that it's true i don't think Dak is that accurate of a passer um he came out his rookie year and did well but i don't think he's done much since or Dak. um I'm running i don't know if this is news or not R- raven's running back kenneth dixon's on the iir i think he lives there <laughs> um rogers sits out practice with a knee strain um he only needs one need to win um that's what kaepernick said um bill's rookie josh allen is named the starting quarterback against the bolts that could be interesting a rookie quarterback going against that defense if joey Bosa's is back not necessarily the welcome um welcome committee you want um and that's what i have do you have anything to add guard did you hear any news
0: I mean, no, I mean, I, I guess I don't know at what point. I mean, obviously there's news in regards to all these matchups this week. But uh, Aaron Rodgers, Josh, does he play on Sunday?
1: Yes. Ooh, I, I, wow. Like, I, I was on the fence about it. I was like, oh, they'll want to, you know, preserve him, um, keep him healthy. Um, obviously, you know, it's a knee sprain. They didn't say it was like it's sprained MCL. They haven't, you know, gone into too much detail on it. But it's a division game against last year's division winners tough defense um we saw what a a tough defense can do to um Brett or not Brett Hundley anymore Deshaun Kaiser <laughs> um the Kaiser role <laughs> but uh it, it it and so i i feel like he's going to get out there but i also feel like um i read somewhere that it's going to be play to play to what Rodgers is capable of doing so you lose that mobility um with his knee being um sore tender but then he proved he can be a pocket passer, and so the quick, quick routes um, get Cobb involved. He's he, you know from the slot, and then um, and then every so often that play action to open up the deep ball. Um, but you know Zimmer's smart. That defense is good, so I'm sure they'll see a lot of that coming. Um, but I know we're not to the prediction segment yet. But if I'm going to be unbiased, complete prediction, um, Vikings twenty one, Packers four hundred seventy three. Uh. Really, yep, that's nope. pretty unbiased that's fair yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's pretty obvious but... <laughs>
0: easy josh <laughs> you put you see you put your elbow on the soundboard there, and uh you hit Kirby quite a bit there
1: derby um but yeah Kirby. so no i mean it's going to be a good game i know a lot of people have written the packers off with rogers being injured already um but it i think it's going to be close i think that they're going to have a little taste in their mouth after last season uh, and and so do the, or do the packers win we'll just have to see it could go either way i think
0: oh, okay so you think Rodgers starts do you think that's the smart move since they're playing another tough defense like I'm not even trying to toot Minnesota's horn you know I think it we it would probably be universally agreed upon that we're a tough defense is it smart to play a healing Aaron Rodgers what if he get well, put differently if he gets injured again how pissed are you going to be if um, it would have been smarter
1: to sit him well I mean yeah he can I mean he can get injured this week or he can get injured next week it's not necessarily going to make that much of a deal if he sits out with Minnesota's defense being so good I would say that giving them the best chance of winning um is to play Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so, oh, I,
0: I agree with that. I
1: mean, he's I gonna, think if you
0: sit Aaron Rodgers, you lose that game. I just don't know no, if yeah. that one game is worth potentially re-injuring him or not. Is kind of the equation, right? In my and head. It,
1: and and with with this injury, it's not you know, it's not gonna, it's not like he pulled a hammy, so he's not nursing that. It's it's no, a sprained no knee. Um, yeah, it's a sprained knee. Um, he can go out there. He can still make plays. He's gonna suffer through it. It's gonna be painful, but it's not gonna. Um, from what I understand, it's not gonna hinder his rehabilitation process. It's it's one of those things that you can walk on, you can be on, and and still play. Um, Sprained knees are no fun, um, but you know, after being carted off the field, and as as they as Chris Collinsworth made it sound, um, be resurrected from the dead. Um, and coming back and doing what he did, I think he'll be fine. I think Minnesota's pass rush is good, but they're not Cleo Mac good. Oh,
0: my God. You're still talking about the Packers.
1: Ugh,
0: not just kidding. Other NFL news, though. I don't think we've ever really dived into it too much. How do you feel about Le'Veon Bell, that situation? Because
1: that's news, right? Well, he was partying in Miami, so he's still having a good time despite not playing. Uh, yeah. um, people he's are, preserving
0: his body, Josh.
1: Yeah, with alcohol. Um, <laughs> I guess that's what I'm doing. Um, exactly. And so... Um, Yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole lot to say. I avoided him in all my leagues just because of um, the situation he's going through. Um, But people are—I think people are. One of the bits of news that I've seen is they took him off the depth chart. Um, People are reacting to that and saying, "Oh my God, they're trading him. He's gone. He's not—he didn't sign his tender. He's not technically on the roster. So of course they're going to take him off the depth chart." (laughs) Um, And so people are reacting to that. Just need to take a chill pill. How do you feel about it?
0: Um, I mean, obviously the man wants to get paid, um you know i could probably like take a good 15 minutes to dive into all the, all the different thoughts i have on it that's not something i'm going to do though so long story short um you know it's 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 a sticky situation on all ends um i think the, the, the part i liked the least and I, and i'm not saying i don't respect it the part i liked the least is when like the offensive linemen started coming out and like talking trash on Le'Veon bell um yeah you know, i don't know if that was genuinely them or if it was more like the organization like mike Tomlin or whoever else like asking them to do that but I don't know. You think the offensive line would just want to block for whoever and win games automatically rather than try and throw shade at a guy that's not even there. But
1: Yep, and I think that um, I, I did read somewhere that um, Bell was going to re-enter this week and sign, but the shade that the linemen were tossing his way um, kind of hindered that. And so he knew that he'd be walking into a hostile environment, and so... He, he wants to make sure that when he goes back or if he goes back, it's going to be in, a, in an environment that he feels comfortable. Um, and, and so um, I read that somewhere. Obviously, who knows how accurate that source is. But I also did read that he called James Conner after his performance, and we'll get into his performance a little bit later, um, and, and congratulated him on that. Um, there weren't too many details on that, but I don't anticipate him actually calling and saying, I hate you. Stop doing so well. Sure. Um do you have any other things that you wanted to bring up? Any news, any um, no, results I mean, that you were shocked by?
0: No, I mean, I think that that's obviously more in the results section. As far as just pure news goes, I don't really have anything other NFL news related on the top here.
1: So, All right.
0: Week um, one results. Well, I mean, hold on. Before we move on to week one results here, we just need a, a quick word from our, uh, our sponsors here.
1: Hey, I'm Ricky Bobby. Christmas is right around the corner. What better gift to give a loved one this the jackhawk 9000
0: available at walmart all right there we go jackhawk 9000 folks lovely sponsor of the show so week one um i don't know if you just want to go every other josh on the game results or i guess i don't know how if you have this brought brought up or not um
1: i sure don't
0: all right well obviously kick on kicking off the nfl season was the eagles falcons um that game started off real slow final score was eagles 18 falcons 12 um did you, did you watch that game in its entirety josh or not really
1: Yeah, I did. Um, you know, it was pretty boring in the first (laughs) half. I'm not going to lie. There's no reason to lie. It was boring. Um, You know, I had a couple players going through different leagues, um, but th- they picked it up in the fourth or the third end of the third, fourth quarter. That offensive coordinator in Atlanta is getting a lot of heat for not being able to do anything in the red zone. Um, Julio killed it as usual, didn't find the end zone, though. Um, I didn't know he only scored three touchdowns all last season despite leading or having the second most receiving yards. Um, they showed that stat six or seven times. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, Kind of the result that i expected even though i predicted the falcons to be that upset um, and they definitely had that chance in the fourth um next game on my list here is titans dolphins um, dolphins winning um 27 to 20 after um what i believe was a eight hour game um basically <laughs> with all their delays um a couple deep passes to kenny stills um and and yeah Yep.
0: Um, Bengals-Colts, not a game I got to watch personally. Bengals won. Andrew Luck was back, but rusty, I guess. Um, I I don't know anything about the game other than the Bengals won.
1: Um, Texans-Patriots. Patriots Patriots beat the Texans by seven. Um, Score was a lot closer than you'd think, considering Deshaun Watson played like a blind baby on crack. Um, He did not look
0: good. I mean, I didn't watch the game, but he looked bad.
1: No, everything... I think the first play from scrimmage was him scrambling and he fumbled. Um, but yeah, it's the Patriots kind of expected them to win anyways, um, but still not what you want to see from your um, supposed franchise quarterback after an ACL tear.
0: Yeah. Ravens-Bills. Ravens absolutely fuck the Bills. 47-3. to Again, I mean, I don't get to watch a lot of football games. I don't have red zone or anything, so I just watch like... Th- whatever it is, five games a week um, based on the different time slots. But holy shit, Ravens, you dropped 47 on them, and you only allowed
1: three. That's holy. Josh, I don't have any other words. I'll skip the Vikings game. Talk about that at the end, I'm guessing. Um, Buccaneers, Saints. Buccaneers, 1-0, baby. It's magic <laughs> is back. 48-40. Uh, to 40. Um, They posted a stat. Drew Brees is 5-4. and four. When he throws for 400 yards and three touchdowns and zero interceptions, I believe he's now five and five, um, unless it was unless the five and four included this game. Um, he had a stellar day. So did Michael Thomas. So did Elvin Kamara. And yet, Fitzmagic. Um, I love uh, peanut butter clip in my mouth. For you um,
0: I have to go stalls, You're, you're vamped, huh?
1: Well, okay, fine. I'll just move on. Um, Jaguars, Giants, Jags god hates them um they won 20 to 15 um not necessarily surprised by that result it's closer than i expected um but odell balled out saquon had a nice long touchdown run that was fun to watch
0: i heard other than that though i mean i didn't watch the game i heard other than that one long run though saquon looks bad
1: he, I don't was, know if he was bottled up. Yeah, he had a lot of really short yardage plays. Um, I think his average yard per carry would have been sub three if he would have not had that. I mean, he was that.
0: playing top two defense in the league, so I guess right. I respect it. But.
1: All right. You can take two now.
0: All right. Yep. So I'm done eating peanut butter cups now. So um, Steelers-Browns fucking tied. The Steelers tied the goddamn Browns. I honestly was cheering so hard for the Browns to win that game. I wanted it so bad.
1: Do you know who tied that game? What do you know the the touchdown? Oh, who's
0: no, Josh. I don't. Uh, moving on to Chiefs Chargers. Chiefs beat the Chargers, thirty-eight twenty-eight. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Josh Gordon, you want to talk about him for a moment, Josh?
1: Nope. we'll talk about him in a bit.
0: <laughs> all right. So, yep, like I said, Chiefs-Chargers. For whatever reason, I'm a big Chargers fan. I think it's mainly because I like Phillip Rivers, but um, I actually did get to watch this game. I mentioned, like, the first maybe 10 minutes of it, but um, Patrick Mahomes looked fucking good. The, the Chiefs offense was firing, in all, was firing on all cylinders. i um, mean, in classic Chargers fashion. They kind of shot themselves in the foot a few times with a, a fumble of a punt, like, on the goal line, and then... Some other Charger typical bullshit. I don't remember. Drop but.
1: passes early on. Um, Tyree kill is Tyree kill.
0: But yeah, I expect the Chargers to bounce back this week at Buffalo, but uh, Patrick Mahomes looks like the real deal.
1: So if uh, if the Chargers lose to Buffalo, mm-hmm. do you burn everything that no. you own? No. Yeah. Buffalo, the team that put up three against the Ravens and got 47. Okay. Um, moving on, Redskins, Cardinals. Redskins... Kind of in a shocker, beat the Cardinals twenty-four to six. Why is that a um, shocker? I guess I don't know. I guess I I just thought the Cardinals would do better. Um, I guess I didn't. I forgot that you know, new quarterback, new coach. Um, Literally everything. On everything that team is, is new. brand new except, except for Larry for, Fitzgerald. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald's forty-year-old receiver. Um, but twenty-four to six, that six points came from uh, David Johnson, thankfully saving a couple of my teams, <laughs> um, and so. Um, that was nice to see. They need to get him involved more. They definitely didn't utilize him as much as uh, Arians did um, two years ago.
0: Yeah, I mean he was also he was also a favorite target of Carson Palmer. So him being gone hurts, I think. Um, anyways, did, we didn't talk Cowboys Panthers yet, did we? No. Um, so Cowboys Panthers Panthers beat the Cowboys sixteen to eight. Um, Barnburn. Yeah, the game was not very exciting. I did get to watch a glimpse of it. Obviously, not the full thing because I was watching the Chargers game, but. That, that, I don't know, that game was uh, not very exciting
1: broncos cox broncos won 27 24 um russell wilson tried to do everything in his willpower to win that game um as, as he usually does except uh, except not get sacked i think he got sacked six times and now he goes to chicago so it's just not going to be a fun week for him again um and so one of the shockers there was will disley the the tight end that looks like he should be chopping lumber somewhere <laughs> um he had like a hundred and some yards and a touchdown um he was one of those free agent or waiver wire pickups that a lot of people scrambled for and i honestly don't think he'll repeat that any at all this season
0: yeah um obviously we're gonna skip packers bears jets lions uh, talk, talk about another fucking josh jets bend the lions over <laughs> spread the cheeks and going dry and raw
1: 31 points in the third court alone they could have just not played the first second or fourth and still won that game that stafford looks so bad what i mean
0: so i understand that so their their offensive system has been in place for a while right their coach jim bob cooter the fucking one of the greatest names ever um I, i think i read it i read it on reddit that um the the Jets defense like knew the calls, which is why they were they could like anticipate where the passes were going to go. Yep. But holy shit, Matt Stafford, you looked bad.
1: Yeah. No. Um. And the weekly awards came out. Matt Stafford won the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Yeah. Did he? Yep. Because he he contributed more <laughs> to the Jets defense than he did his own offense. Yeah. Um. I'm a little. Um, Oh, Rams Raiders. Sorry, we have a couple more games. Uh, Rams 33, Raiders 13, as expected. Um, Took a little bit for the Rams to warm up, to to heat up, but they they got it going. Um, Gurley did girly things. Um, Hashtag girly things. And um, that team, you know, they kind of picked up right where they left off last season with, you know, scoring a lot. They even had a defensive touchdown. Their defense looks solid.
0: I mean, Josh, you can't say as expected. Did you watch the late Monday night game, or are you already in bed at this point? Oh, way in bed. Yeah, okay, so I did watch the at least the first half of it. And uh, the first half, it actually looked really close. I mean, obviously, you said that it took the Rams a while to warm up, but that's a fair analysis. But um, er, early in the game, John Gruden was definitely um, controlling the game, I guess. I don't know if his player. I mean, they said it about 50 times during the game, but the Raiders have, like, if not the oldest, like one of the oldest rosters in the league. Yep. So it sounds like, I mean. It sounds like they probably just tired out, but early in that game, it definitely looked like John Gruden was the
1: coming back as the real deal. Do you think it's because it was such a late game that it was past John Gruden's bedtime?
0: <laughs> that, I'm sure that contributes to it you as well. You had to get
1: his Metamucil, metamucil and Ambien? <laughs> Correct. Okay.
0: But yeah, um, I th- so this is a little news tidbit, Josh, that we didn't talk about yet. All the new coaches in the NFL, there's seven of them this year, new head coaches, all seven of them lost. I was really like, after I saw that stat was 0-6 and that John Gruden was left, I was like, John Gruden, you win the this fucking game john gruden so i can like be proud of you because I, I like the raiders as well and i like john gruden
1: but what's seven times 16 what is
0: seven times 16 i don't fucking know
1: like 100 and something What well, does it matter why are you asking oh and a 100 and whatever that number is
0: <laughs> no no new head coaches are going to win games this year they don't deserve it
1: why no, i'm just kidding um so do you want to talk about the vikings a little bit um i know you you probably watched every snap of that game listening yeah, to much. paul allen with some uh lubriderm in your hand
0: no uh yeah i don't have a lot to say um the defense looked okay obviously mike hughes rookie got a pick six so good for him and the in your first um nfl regular season he game. has that's more cool.
1: career touchdowns than laquan treadwell that's
0: tr- that's true that's scary but true um yeah, I don't I mean the game there's nothing like that flashy. I mean obviously the the highlight that everyone was probably playing to you or to anybody else is the Stefan Diggs touchdown. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins like put it right in his bread basket right over the shoulder, which I mean it was a good pass. I mean that's well, hopefully what we brought Kirk Cousins in for, but other than that the game was not very flashy. It was just more of a dink and dime, get the ball out. Um we converted on third down pretty well, which was okay. Um and yeah, the defense looked solid. Yeah, no, um defense looks solid. Oh well hold on, I take I take a little bit of that back because like there are some of those plays where George Kittle was wide fucking open and they just they had the forty nine themselves had some drop passes, so I actually did have some question marks on the defense there, but
1: Yep, no, I mean they look solid when it when it came down to it. Um they they did they they won the game for you guys. As you said, George Kittle had that wide open um what would have been a touchdown pass. Um alfred morris fumbled on the goal line so you know if he catches that and he and morris doesn't fumble there it's a whole different story i'm guessing Yep. um but um i still would have thought that the vikings would have managed or game planned um to kind of combat that and still win the game um cousins looked decent um i know a lot of people are talking about him being the second coming um in minnesota you're not one of them i'll admit no. that now yep, certainly um not. but he he had flashes. That digs pass was pretty solid. Um, he had some other passes that were pretty good, but there was a lot of times when the the wide receivers were either a wide open, um, and so you better make that throw in the NFL, or he just pulled a horseshoe. Um, he his last eight pass attempts were incomplete, um, and so when you're relying on defense, you know this game wasn't necessarily. It was you know a one score game, um, but when you're re- relying on defense, you want those com- you want those completions, you know, because you want to convert those first downs and not give the other team the ball back.
0: Right. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um. I guess I don't. I don't. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I don't recall like the where J- J- Kirk Cousins was like missing wide open receivers again. I just don't remember. No. He,
1: I don't think he did. He he's made the throws he needed to make. Um. But with those last eight passes being incomplete, you'd think that he'd you know check down or do the um, Musgrave offense and and you know two yards behind the line of scrimmage type and hope the play get a uh, hope a play hope a play gets made josh how are, how are those words going for you
0: oh is it for you too oh, okay that's not good uh we're actually gonna i'm gonna pause here for a second all right that's recording again i don't, the audio could have shit out for the first time on us actually um sometimes we have playback issues but it's never been an issue in the recording itself so i don't know who the fuck knows um so we're talking. Kurt Cousins looked good. I I did. You know, um, I, I was watching the game and I did watch how like his eight his last eight passes were going incomplete. Obviously, one of them was just like a fourth down. He just held the ball and threw it away. So I mean, I don't really count that one against him. But still, seven incomplete passes in a row is not great. Um, and that's you know, if you're if you're moving the rock and keeping the ball, then you're not worried about losing that game. Um, I don't really have any other thoughts other than that. Uh, I guess the only thing I can say is obviously his stat line wasn't. It was nothing impressive. him. I think he was like 244 and two touchdowns. Um, but, I mean, that's kind of what you wanted at Kirk Cousins in Minnesota, right? If the defense is um, playing the way they should, and if the, um, if the running game's there, then you're good. I think Dalvin Cook and Latavius Murray both looked good, or at least good enough. Latavius Murray is definitely more of that closer role. Um, he stays fresh um, early game and mid game, and then we kind of bring him in as uh, to pound the rock at the end. So I thought that that's a good game plan, but I don't have anything else to add about uh, that game, Josh, unless you do. Nope. jimmy g looked okay but
1: no he didn't um packers bears did you catch that game at Algar?
0: i certainly did josh and i have a very unpopular opinion but we'll get to it after you
1: gloat here for a moment well um first thing first half didn't happen <laughs> did not look good <laughs> um i was i was in that camp of people who were going down to the laundry room to grab the bucket of bleach <laughs> Get ready to mix a cocktail. Um, once Rodgers went down again, I was sitting there thinking to myself, "Oh my God, I can't do this another season. That looks painful." Um, threw my phone at the couch. Said words that I wouldn't repeat. Um, Nikita went to bed because I was so angry. Um, it was it was not a rough. It was a rough night in the Mitchell household. Um, that being said, I told myself at halftime, "I'm going to sit up." wait to hear the extent of how many years Rogers is going to sit out. And, and then I was going to bed and when he trotted out of that tunnel, it was like Moses parting the red sea. It was the most glorious thing ever. And I sat there and I told my unborn child, we're going to win this game. And by golly, we killed is them. That, is, that is that the exact recreation of your night? Pretty much. Um, no, it was, it was a great game. Um, trubitz i don't know what happened trubitzky looked solid in the first half and then he vanished in the second um whereas Rodgers struggled a little bit in the first half getting a feel for that new defense kind of running for his life um the line kind of struggled um and then obviously he went down and kaiser came in and there was a strip sack um a pick six and then it was just ugly um a lot of people were writing the Packers off at that point. But then, you know, the comeback was amazing. You can't deny that. Um, they were down 20-0 to zero with three minutes left in the third. Um, and then Rodgers did Rodgers things. Um, he, can, he proved that he can be a pocket passer if he needed to be. He got the ball out. Cobb looked solid. He looked like he turned the clock back four years, five years. Um, and then one of the things that people are, you know, they're still saying the Packers' defense sucks. But the Packers held the Bears to six points in the second half. They didn't give up six of the points total, and so you know you you think about it, or seven of the points, I guess technically. You think about it; they they didn't give up that much um, going into the next week's game. I actually looked at the stats, and Packers gave up less total yards than the Vikings, and, and you know more points, but um, they're they're also factoring the points that Deshaun Kaiser handed them.
0: Sure. Um, so here, Josh, yeah. I've, I've I've always held very highly that Aaron Rodgers is very talented, probably the most talented quarterback in the league. Um, and, and I know we've kind of discussed – I'm pretty sure I've had these discussions with you. I know I've had them with other people like Jordan and Nate or whoever. Is it already going back to shit? Really? That is so disappointing. All right, you talk. Let's see if it's like that for me.
1: I know what you're going to say. You're going to say Rodgers is injury-prone, aren't you?
0: No. Okay, I don't know why. Okay, I guess we'll just keep recording, and hopefully it's not shit. Um, but, uh, yeah – i guess the only thing i can say is that game felt so fucking fake like i i can't say this to you because you're a packers fan and you'll just be like go fuck yourself garlic but it honestly felt so like i've i'm a man who watches fake content in the wwe lot so i know what it looks like that felt so fake I, I don't know what to say other than that josh it felt you, scripted I,
1: I you said something before you started saying that i'm gonna disagree and that i'm gonna be super bitter about it I'd and, say he'd be
0: super bitter, but I mean, obviously, you've got some Homer Dumb and, in you as a Packer fan,
1: and I will actually agree with you. Really? <laughs> it looked okay. So, can if you if you um, close your eyes and you picture a scenario here, folks, yep. we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna paint you a picture, listeners, a mind picture. Some would call it a thought. Hundredth um, season for the Green Bay Packers their longest division rival, the Chicago bears at Lambeau Rodgers coming off of a broken collarbone, um, highly considered one of the favorites struggles. I think he was like three for seven for like 20 yards before he got hurt. He gets hurt. The bears just absolutely dominate the Sean Kaiser and, and the, and Trubisky was on fire. And then all of a sudden the, un, the the hero comes out of the tunnel, high as a kite. I might add, absolutely, absolutely <laughs> high as a kite. Um, and gets back into a groove. They get three points, and then it it it's like a Disney movie. And no, it, um, we were at the dog park yesterday with Kaya and I had my Packers shirt on, and some guy comes up to me and he says, "That looks scripted." And I just laughed and you know shrugged it off. But no, I could see exactly where people are coming from. It's the perfect story for the hundredth season. So. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't think that the NFL is rigged. Um, but if any game were to have been rigged, it would be that one because that is the 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 ending that you'd want as a Packers fan. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I agree. And like, I'm not. Try- I don't really want to hold it. again. I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers isn't talented enough to make that comeback. He certainly is, but yeah i I can't add a whole lot more to it then it just like i couldn't enjoy the second half just because as soon as i saw aaron Rodgers come out and score the first touchdown i was like aaron Rodgers is going to win this game i guarantee it by like one point oh i and then i watched it unfold in front of me and i just i could it took me out of it i could not enjoy it at all
1: and and what's funny is um when he came back from his broken collarbone in uh, 2014 2013 whatever it was it was against the Bears to secure the playoffs, and he tossed a seventy-yard, just a bomb, to Cobb. That was the dagger, and that's exactly what it was this time. Um, I ran around the house. I just about ran around the neighborhood naked. I was so excited. <laughs> um, but, Rightfully so. But um, yeah, I mean, it was a great game. Obviously, tough test with Minnesota coming in. So we're not gonna, um, you know, we're, we rode the high as long as we possibly can, and, and then on the week two. Yeah. Yeah uh yeah i think that about sums it up um sorry
0: bears you look good early, but uh you shit the bed so um uh next on the list is preview week two josh so let's uh do you have, do you have a game list in front of you
1: i do um i don't want to go through all of the games we've already taken way too much time off these yeah no, that's fine um i mean if, they, if they're playing if you can just talk uh, like
0: matchups you're excited
1: about if you want I mean I'm obviously excited Minnesota, Green Bay. Um oh, that one is one that I should be we should be excited about. Yep. A little disappointed it's a noon game. Um other ones on the list that I'm excited to watch. Um, you know, I haven't necessarily looked at it too much. Um New England, Jacksonville, that's a repeat of last year's AFC championship game. Um that's gonna be exciting. Um and then Indianapolis and Washington might be fun to watch. Um
0: I think KC Pitt will be a good game, especially if the KC offense can operate the way it was last week. Unless Pitt's just gonna shit the bed.
1: Yeah, no, I think that would be a good one. Um and then Seattle at Chicago. You know, I need I want to see some more clue Mac. I want to see if it was just a fluke or if he is, is that good.
0: I mean, he was that good on the Raiders. I want to see more Trubisky. I want to see if
1: that was a fluke or if he's the real deal. But I agree. Good point. Um, um so lock upset picks. Yeah, let's um, do it last week um we'll just act like we never made them
0: uh, how dare you josh i got a
1: full half a point okay all right you're full i'm a... the
0: leader between us two i have half a point
1: all right so we're not very good at what we do apparently um what do you have this week gar Um, uh,
0: i haven't honestly broken them down too much yet i definitely think my lock's gonna be um the chargers over buffalo um so you were talking a little bit earlier about that i'm gonna take that as my lock um lac over buffalo um yeah, and then for my upset, I mean, ugh, I don't know if there's that there's a lot of good upset quote unquote upset games this week. Um, I was looking into my had one in my mind, I lost it. Um, oh, I know, I know which, I don't know which one I picked before, but I know which one I'll pick now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go rogue here, Josh. Ready for this? You ready for the, me going rogue here? I'm taking Tampa Bay over Philadelphia. Fits magic, baby. Let's fucking see it.
1: All right. Um... So we're gonna, you know, I haven't looked at the lines here at all. Um, I'm gonna go. My lock is going to be. <coughs> um. Oh man, this is a tough one here. My lock is going to be Los Angeles as well. Okay. The Chargers. Yep. Um, I think what they're doing is is, is solid. Um, my upset is going to be detroit what i think matt stafford is going to turn it around against the 49ers in san fran in san fran damn all right josh
0: all right i mean that's our that's our uh our our locks and our upsets like last week just in case i mean anyone cares that i doubt anyone does but so last week josh's lock was new orleans over tampa bay and his upset was atlanta over philly those are both wrong my lock was Detroit, um, Detroit over Jets. Obviously, I was fucking wrong there, but my upset was Cleveland over Pittsburgh, and uh, they tied, so I, I gave myself half a point on, for that. So we'll see how we do, Josh. We'll keep it running total. and uh, Trade alert, trade alert. Uh, you saw that? In, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the blood, sweat, and um, beers.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the butt, sweat, and beers league. Um, Say butt, sweat, and beers. <laughs> well, I just think it sounds funnier. It does. Um, we had a trade go through, so all, all two of you listeners from that league, um... Christian McCaffrey, D.D. Westbrook in a round 23, which doesn't exist, draft pick um, for Kenny Stills in a round one draft pick. Gar, who do you think won?
2: Uh,
0: Well, I don't know. I'm very confused about the round 23 draft pick part. Um, But I think... Honestly, that's a pretty even trade. Obviously, the round one draft pick's a good value, especially if they tank the season. Kenny Stills... Fion, Christian McCaffrey is the biggest part of that trade but if he's going for the round one in Kenny Stills I think that evens it out um D.D. Westbrook's on there too but I mean, yeah I mean he's just bring up bring Christian up a little bit more I, I don't know I think that's a pretty even trade
1: yeah but. no I like it a lot I think it's fair for both sides I'd have to look into their rosters to see you know if if you know the guy who's getting Christian McCaffrey has the two stud running backs already mm-hmm. um but yeah no i think it's fair from what i'm seeing here um so yeah back to our schedule um we got our locks and our upset set um anything else locks and our upset set no next we'd be talking about uh, redraft <laughs> week one results
0: so that's our hidden oaks redraft league Let's talk some results, Josh.
1: Yeah, so we had our new side bet, the thirteen week, uh, thirteen week side bets um, that Josh implemented. That Josh implemented via <laughs> Tyler Herman, the sexy stud. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, we did the high score amongst starters, and I won. Everyone's shocked, Josh. <laughs> well, um, and so. You know, it was it was fun. I, I definitely thought um, Hammer might take it. Um, he came in, you know, four and a half points behind me, um, so I, I thought he might have a chance at it. It was, you know, it was fun. It added a different element to the league. It was something else to pay attention to. I um, mean, it's fun if you're paying attention. I, I'm assuming the most of our league really isn't paying attention though. So. Oh no! Absolutely not. Not our league. Right. Um, and so, um, you know, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see just how much actually you know changes obviously that one's easy to track this one it's going to require us to count touchdowns so gross um counting is hard um but uh yeah so as i said this this next week's bet for week two the most touchdowns scored by offense players qbs are included so keep that in mind ladies and gents um do you want to start with our uh our matchups and and just the top ones sure Week one matchup recap right here. So
0: Garrett and Josh played like Josh already talked about. He had the league high score at 164.5. Contributing to that was Michael Thomas at 38, Drew Brees at 31, and then Joe Mixon at 26. Um, I mean yeah, all those all those players balled out. Obviously the Drew Brees to Michael Thomas connection or you're just double the up points there, so that helps. Um, and then Garrett, it's not like it was very close. Garrett only put up ninety one. Minnesota defense was actually his top score, so that's never a good sign. Oh no no never mind, no it wasn't. OBJ was his top score. That was not in order, Josh. Or was OBJ I on his bench?
1: No, they they didn't get put in order on purpose. Oh, okay. Not on purpose, but because I was lazy. Oh. So then yeah, his top score was OBJ it looks like, and then Minnesota defense got him eighteen
0: and then Dalvin Cook got him a thirteen burger.
1: All right, matchup two. Um <laughs> the lovely and beautiful Nikita Mitchell. Um that's my wife. Hello, um going uh, going up against the lovely and beautiful Nate Nielsen, your future wife. Um Nate ended up squeaking out a victory there 134.5 to 131.7. Um Nate's top contributor, Contributor, I'm going to say, because it's almost one-third of his points, um, Elvin Kamara with 43, um, Keenan Allen, 24.8, and then Cam Newton with 18.2. You do the math there, that's over half of his points with three players.
0: That's I mean, that's all it takes, Josh. What is it that uh, they always talk that your top two draft picks are going to be like 33% of your score every, all year? Pretty much. So
1: and I could, I'm guessing I, Alvin and, Kamara was round one for sure. And Keenan Allen was probably round two. I <laughs> know. Um, Nikita had Emmanuel Sanders put up 29.5. AB put up 24. And then Russell Wilson at 20.5 as well. Um, like I said, she barely, barely lost that one. Her team was a little bit more well-rounded than Nate's top-heavy Kamara-led team.
0: Yeah. All right, matchup three. That's going to be Willie versus Derek, the brother bowl, I think, as uh, Josh put it last week. Um, Derek's winning roster had Tyreek Hill drop in the 42 bomb. Um, Melvin Gordon brought in 27, and then Demarius Thomas got him in 18. Um, again, this game wasn't that close, um, so it's not like Willie could have won if he tried. He had Cousins was his top performance. So that's never good at 24, or not 24, 20.4. 20. A.J. Green got him um, 19, and then... DJs at David Johnson, I assume. Yep. 17.7. So, um, Derek really just kind of blew Willie out there to help that Tyreek got 42 fucking points. Um, and then Melvin Gordon, like we talked about on the other podcast yesterday that no one else will listen to, he was getting fed. So his points were inflated as well.
1: Yeah. Matchup four, T, um, squeaked out the victory on Jamie, uh, 120.2 to 111.9. Um, T's top performers, um, phil rivers with 29 um jay Ajayi with 20 and then zeke with 17 and a half jamie had gronk put up 23 rogers put up 25 and then cooks put up 14 um so you know not the closest matchup of the week um, that belongs to nikita and nate um but it was still you know a decent you know within 10 point matchup
0: Matchup five. Um that's gonna be Brad and Hammer. Um and I feel I just got, I got by the luck of draw, I got all the blowouts. Hammer blows out Brad one sixty to one twelve. Um Hammer's top performer was uh Mike Evans at twenty seven. Does that say
1: Tills? Who the fuck is Tills? Kenny Stills. Oh
0: okay. Uh Kenny Stills got twenty seven or twenty six points and then Hi, Rod Taylor. The rod taylor got 23.6 um so i mean those are not super high scores for hammer so he must have had like 20 pointers out of almost all his starters then um so that's great consistency at a hammer rather than relying on one 40 point guy it's uh, you know all 20 point guys um and then brad again another game brad got blown out i don't think he could have won it if he tried but Gurley got him 23 brady got him 21 and then golden tate got him uh, 21 also
1: yeah, Garlic got all the blowouts. I got all the close ones. Um, this last matchup, Garlic v. Jordan. Jordan um, squeaked out the win with the second closest margin of a 131 um, versus Garlic's 125.5. Um, Jordan's top performers. Um, well, G- Garlic, you lost on the last play similar to what the Bears did because Randall Cobb got Jordan 29.2. Um, I mean, that's la- the last play of Sunday night. Well, yeah. Um, so that was, you know, 29.2. Um, his 75-yard touchdown catch had a lot to do with that. Um, Alex Smith with 20, and then Chris McCaffrey with 13.5. Um garlic had james connor 34.2 nice pickup there yeah. um isaiah crowell um 22 and then Fitz gerald 14 and a half.
0: yeah going going into monday night i was down by like 30 and i would already like we, we have a little spreadsheet here i already put it in put i had already put it in as an l but i had marvin jones and isaiah crowell going to that early game i thought i might win it after crowell um, rocked off that big touchdown but marvin jones never got
1: anything done So right now, I'm not going to go over the leaderboard just because it's only one week, but Josh, Nate, Derek, T, Hammer, and Jordan all have victories. Um, You other six need to step your game up. Um, It's been one week. Step your game up, son. All right. All right. Um, So this next segment is something that I didn't want to steal, or I stole from another podcast that doesn't listen to this podcast. Um and so that's the pod squad. Um, that's my other league for Victorious Secret. Um, they do a Plaxical Bird. I don't even know how to pronounce it. Plaxidasically p- shot p- themselves. Plaxidently
0: shot yourself.
1: Yep. And that's where your, one of your bench players would have contributed to your team in a way that would have led to a victory. And so, for example, Nikita you had the lowest margin of defeat um you lost by less than three points 2.8 um if you would have played nelson aguilar over chris carson in your flex spot you would have had a 4.6 point swing for the win
0: which is actually a reasonable thing. Like a lot of these times when you have bench players that outperform, it's like I never would have started that guy anyways, but that one she definitely could have. Like that's a possibility.
1: Right. No, absolutely. I mean, I tried to go with the ones that made sense because there were people on there that made no sense, and we'll get into that in a, in a bit here. Um, for Jamie, if you would have started Kenny Galladay over Pierre Garçon or Peyton Barber, it would have been a more. It would have been a greater than 10-point swing for the win. Um, Garlic, if you would have started Tyler Lockett over Delaney Walker – it would have been a 5.7-point swing for the win. Or if you would have started AP over Devonta Freeman, that would have been a more than 10-point. But that one I can see, I can understand. Um, you know, I understand why everybody started their lineup the way they did based on player projections. Um, but, um, you know, it's not a it's not a perfect science, and those are the players you could have put in to get the win.
0: It's true. I won't have to worry about Delaney Walker anymore, though, because uh, he's out for the season. So
1: Yeah, I think he has one leg after Sunday. I think so. Um, do you have anything to add? Um, I know we have um oh, we have more. Never mind. <laughs>
0: yeah, you also want to talk about other League like, Josh. Nope, I, I mean it's hard to talk about week one or go too deep into depth on week one fantasy matchups. I mean at a certain point I'll start wanting to talk about like how many points against people have and you know, if they're just keeping unlucky every week or whatnot, but for now, week one, I don't got anything else to add.
1: Perfect. Uh do you want to talk about the noticeable fantasy ad or drops this week?
0: Um, sure I have to go back to that document, Mom. Um, so Garrett, you're the one who we talked about. Philip Lindsay would get picked up a lot. Or no, yeah, that was yeah, that was Philip Lindsay, right? The tight end. So he, oh, Philip Lindsay's a running back. Who's the Who's the Will Disley? Will Disley. Okay, so Philip Lindsay, running back in Denver. Um, Garrett picked him up and dropped Ty Montgomery, which is fair because Ty did Mon- was Ty Montgomery even on the field on Sunday. Pitch tits. Hey, I'm talking to you. Oh, sorry. What was up? I said was Ty Montgomery even on the field on Sunday. Not a whole lot. So that's a, that's a pretty decent drop for Garrett then. Um, Jordan picked up Dorsett um, and dropped Greg Olson. I mean, that's a fair pickup. Dorsett found the end zone. Uh, Olson found the hospital. So can't argue with that. Derek picked up T.J. Yeldon, which actually surprised me a little bit, and dropped Nick Chubb. Um, T.J. Yeldon's the backup. I mean, I guess I respect if you think Leonard Fournette's going to be out, but I don't think that much. And then he also picked up Fitzmagic and dropped Marcus Mariota. So, yeah, I I can respect the Fitzmagic pickup. Probably won't replicate what he did last week, but whatever. And then I feel like I took a lot of these, Josh, not on purpose, but you can have the last one. Oh, he wants me to take it. So, Hammer picked up Quincy Anua, or how do you say the last name? And he dropped Garoppolo to pick him up. So, Jimmy G, I thought he looked decent, but uh, Hammer dropped him. I guess he must have another good quarterback that I can't think of. I don't have his roster in front of me, but...
1: Yeah, um, thank you for taking that. So, week two upcoming it's wednesday right now so we have a game coming up tomorrow i'm going over some of the matchups for the redraft league here um matchup one on my list is going to be willie versus nikita um willie is projected 118 nikita is projected at 119 um that's as of whenever i created this document this afternoon so if you change players around um things like that it's not going to be accurate representation those are
0: still accurate i'm on espn right now
1: all right um and so those um those may change between now and then depending on injury and weather as well i notice that they do kind of fluctuate
0: yep um next match i guess i don't have your document in front of me josh but next matchup i have from espn is gold team rules playing La la victory bell so that's nate versus jamie um jamie looking for her first win of the year nate looking to not lose you have to eat into
1: the microphone yeah
0: absolutely um so right now, Nate is projected um, 115, whereas Jamie is only projected 110. And again, their lineups could definitely change by Sunday, but that's what we've got right now.
1: Matchup three, I have Derek versus T. Um, on my sheet here, I have Derek getting 118, T getting 115. So another close prediction here um, within three points. Um, you know, that'll you know it'll be interesting to see, obviously.
0: Mm-hmm. You talked so briefly that my chewing doesn't work out. Um, Next matchup is Bradley and Garrett. Both lost their first week, so they're looking for the first win. Bradley is currently projected at 116. Garrett's projected at 112. So, I mean, I don't, I'm, none of these projections are out of line. All these games
1: are projected to be close. Uh, matchup five, we got Hammer and Jordan. Um, Hammer's got 115 projected. Jordan's got 117. So, as Garlic said, another close one um, within two points. Um and so we'll I mean we'll just have to see how it shakes out. Yeah.
0: Uh matchup six here, Josh. Um we're playing for the podcast. I think we're playing for the rights to I don't know, something cool. We should What what kind of stakes can we put on this game, Josh? We play each other.
1: Um, whoever loses has to do the next podcast nude.
0: I I think we both win and lose in that scenario. Wow. Well. So so you really you can't think of any genuine stakes to
1: put on that? Like something fun? Something funny? Um I don't know. No, I I guess I can. Maybe, maybe if we think of something between now and next week. All
0: right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Josh is projected 116. I'm only projected 109, so I don't know why I'm projected $1 million. Uh, we could bet a dollar. All right. That's fair. All right. We're putting a dollar on the podcast game. We're playing for, for the pride and joy. Um, but yeah, me and Josh play each other. We'll see how it goes.
1: All right. Um, I have nothing else for the week or the redraft league week one. Um, Obviously, as Garlic said, not a whole lot of things to read off because it's still week one. Um, Moving on to the Hidden Oaks Dynasty League, Um, you know, that's going to be... That's going to be on what, Josh? (sighs) Well, I was trying to pull the document here. It was on the the same document as the first one. I had to scroll down to the second page. Well all right um anyway so going over some of the matchups we didn't have side bets for this league um it's already a cheap enough price that you know we didn't have that much extra cash to toss around for side bets um and so the winner of um week one matchup um t versus me um sorry t i think i called this one being the biggest blowout it didn't end up being that case um but I I made sure T felt every inch of uh, my team within him. And so I had 180 to his 123. Uh, My top performer was Alvin Kamara with 43, Drew Brees 36, and then Antonio Brown with 24. He had Julio put up 28, um, Juju put up 17, and then Kittle put up 14 yeah
0: uh, i'm just gonna give i'm gonna give a couple of sound clips here of what t was texting me on uh, on sunday
1: what the heck are you guys doing trying to ruin my life and make me look like a friggin' idiot
0: this is t just talking to his team here
1: throw me a freaking bone
2: here i'm the boss need the info hi oh, you're breaking my bar here huh you're breaking my bars
0: <laughs> uh, those are just a couple uh, sound clips of what T was acting like on Sunday. I,
1: that those sounded identical to the voicemails he left me.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Just some
1: voicemails. Sounds yeah. about
0: right. All right. So matchup two: Jalen versus Hammer. Uh, Josh. I'll be honest. When. This this is not an exaggeration. I was shocked just to see this score. Okay, Jalen comes in with the last place team. All right, not even like it's a little bit Jor- Jalen comes in taking over the last place team, and Jalen beats Hammer one eighty five point six to one hundred four. Hammer didn't stand a fucking chance. Jalen had Mixon, he had Evans, and he had Gronk, and none of those guys eclipsed twenty eight points. So that means Jalen, every starter Jalen must have must be rock fucking solid at least in Week One. I Josh, I'm sure you have something to add, but I was shocked to see how
1: many points Jalen had. No, I was extremely shocked as well. Um, I was full-on ready to come in here and start bragging about my team being the high scorer after week one, and then I saw the uh, the sleeper app say that I was in second place because of the points four, and I just about kicked him out of the league. <laughs>
0: We need him, Josh. We need his dollars. Don't kick <laughs> him out. That's
1: true. Uh, but no, I mean, his team s- performed solid all the way around. Um, and I hope he doesn't listen to me giving him out a compliment on that. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was, it was good. I've, I'm high on Mixon. I like him a lot. Um, Gronk is obviously aging, and Evans is kind of hit and miss, it seems, some weeks. Um, but uh, overall, his team performed, like you said, very well-rounded.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm the one who took that matchup. So matchup three is
1: technically yours, if you want to. Oh, you didn't even talk about Hammer.
0: Oh, I mean, I guess he lost. You do talk about losers a lot? He had Emmanuel Sanders, Aaron Rodgers. You talk Chris... about the
1: Vikings all the time. We won, Josh. Vikings are undefeated this year. I'm just talking about it as a whole in life. What? The, the Josh, mm-hmm. that hurts my feelings. Shut up and talk about matchup three. All right. So we had Kevin um, taking over the dumpster fire of a roster um, versus Derek. Um, Derek... Um, didn't win by that much, considering he had 123.4 versus Kevin's 113. Um, did you just four- read 123.4?
0: The clue sure 127. did.
1: 127.4 <laughs> versus 113. Yeah. Um, Derek's top performer was Michael Thomas, um, with thirty-eight, um, so a good chunk of his total points. Um Jordan Howard with sixteen and then Brandon Cooks with fourteen. Um Kevin had some solid performers with stills at twenty six and a half, um Dorsett with nineteen and a half, and then Cam Newton with uh eighteen. Um and so, you know, we we were very very low on Kevin's team coming into the season, but you know, I noticed he hasn't made any free agent moves. And then so maybe if he starts hitting the waiver wire, proposing some trades, moving some things around, he can turn this team around. Um, it, it, it's just going to require a little bit more oomph. <laughs> oomph, huh? Is that the tactical term? A shall All right. Uh, matchup four:
0: Nate versus Connor. This has to be the closest matchup of the week by looking at it here. Yes, it is. Um, So Nate beats Connor 159 to 155. So like I said, very close. Nate started James Connor, got him a solid 34. Um, OBJ got him 22. Nate just received him in a trade this year. And then Cousins put up 23. For whatever reasons, Nate is very, very proud of Kirk Cousins on his team. And he talks about Kirk Cousins being the rock of his fantasy dynasty team. That's because his name is based off of it. I mean i guess but anyways uh and then connor got 155 so still a very respectable score he got tyree kill at 42 aj green at 18 and then andrew luck his quarterback got him 22 so i mean connor was in the championship game last year um nate came in as like the number two seed so these are both good teams so i'm sure we'll see him in the playoffs if yeah. i had a
1: bet connor still outscored over half a league so <laughs> yep. you know he he his team is solid um Matchup five, we had Willie versus G squared, um, G squared um, one here, um, one sixty two to Willie's one twenty six. Um, Keenan Allen twenty five, Todd Gurley twenty four, Brady twenty four. Um, Willie Hett and Melvin Gordon put up twenty seven and a half, Landry seventeen and a half, and Goff eighteen and a half. Um, so not the closest matchup, but it wasn't the biggest blowout either. Um, obviously Willie needed a couple of players to turn that thing around. Um, we have the you got played um, for this section. Um, You're gonna need a better name, Josh. Yeah, no, I was bored at work, and that's all I could come up with. Um, the only team, the only person that would have had a chance of in implementing one guy and winning their matchup was Connor. Multiple choices, um, and, and that's gonna happen when you have 20 benched players. Um, but the most I have the most logical. Vinatieri over Boswell, Um, that would have been a 10-point swing for the win. Um, The least likely would have been Jared Cook over Travis Kelsey, which would have been a 20-plus-point swing. Um, Jared Cook balled out on Sunday, Monday, sorry, days, uh, (sighs) Monday night. Um, And and so obviously we understand why you put Kelsey in over Cook. That's why it was the least likely option. Um, But kickers, you know, you could just kind of throw a dart at the wall and, and pick whichever one and then start them. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. This would have been Connor if we started Jared fucking Cook over
0: Travis Kelsey. Years later, a doctor will tell me that I have an
1: IQ of 48. And I'm what some people call mentally retarded. Right. Um, And so that's the end of our week one matchups. Anything to add, Gar? Nah. Not really? All right. Um, And so notable noticeable ad drops for this week um, Connor in the, in the dynasty league Yep, yeah, in the dynasty league Connor added Philip Lindsay the the running back in Denver um and then Martavis Bryant who I was looking to add as well um so solid pickup there I feel um Hammer added Quincy Nuñwa Darren Sproles and then Buck Allen and then Nate added Corey Coleman um and so Nate's banking on Corey Coleman Filling some role in uh, New England there after he got signed. Do yep. um, you want to start with the matchups for week two? Uh, we can. Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Uh, in the
0: redraft league? Or? We, we already uh, no. did the redraft
1: league. I'm not
0: prepared. Uh, 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 stall for me, Josh. I'm not prepared. Uh, so uh, with Sleeper, vamping.
1: I didn't have projected scores. So on my document, I have the percentage that this player oh, would win. Oh my fucking God, Josh. I have it here. Uh, I'm just kidding. The projections
0: aren't there for some reason. Uh, but so, yeah, um, the first matchup, I'll just go down the list on Sleeper. I'm playing Nate. Nate's projected to win. We don't have the scores in front of you, but currently Nate has a 61%
1: chance of winning. So. Oh, he has 57% as of this afternoon when I created my document. Mm-hmm. Um, my top matchup, I have, um, well, um, myself versus Jalen. And according to my screen, I had a 72% chance of winning. That is the current, yes. So which is surprising, Jalen.
0: I mean, you guys had the two top-scoring offenses last week. That's surprising that you have such a large margin to win, I guess. Well, the defense projections... wins
1: championships, and as Nate always says, my, um, my fantasy team's offense is defense's is defense is better than yours.
0: Oh, no, the soundboard wasn't open. Dang wow. it. We'll pretend that didn't happen.
2: I was checking the uh,
1: specs on the end line for the rotary girder. I'm retarded. Something like that.
0: Yep. Um, so again, I'm just surprised that you have such a large margin to win there. But like I said, the projections don't have faith in Swanee. Um So this is Hammer uh, with Jesse and Spirit playing Kevin. Um, so kind of kind of the friend bowl there. Um, Hammer's projected to win by 76, or Hammer's favored to win by 76. So again, even though Kevin's team wasn't technically last place, that roster is the
1: most dumpster fire roster we've got. So sorry, Kevin. Maybe you'll get lucky. Uh, matchup three on my screen. I have um, Derek versus Connor. Um, this, is, this is matchup four, by the way. Yeah, sorry, matchup four. <laughs> You're good. Um, counting. Um, th- so, Derek versus Connor. Uh, my my screen at this afternoon had Connor winning, um, having, having a 69% chance of winning, giggity. He's um, up to 77 now. Holy. Mm hmm.
0: So yeah, I mean, if we had these projected scores in front of us, that would help. But um, and then the last matchup of the week is Willie versus T. I don't know what your what you have on your sheet, but the current is T favored by only fifty one percent. So this matchup is a dead fucking heat. We can see.
1: I had fifty four percent said Willie wins. So oh, Jacksons
0: are going back and forth here. It's it's gonna be a dead. It's gonna be a close one no matter what though. So yeah, those are our uh, dynasty matchups. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? To the dynasty matchups? Yeah,
1: no, 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 do no. not. I I, have I hope something. to win. I have something to add, garlic, oh, <laughs> and I think you know where this might be going. Uh, it, it's not, not yet. <laughs> it's not Hidden Oaks related, but it is Dynasty football related, and it's not blood, sweat, and beers. So garlic, um, do you uh, do you know the Coon Rapids league that we're in? Nope, I've never heard of it. Is that because you quit after this last week? Yep, I shut it down. I deleted it off my phone. I can't blame you. you, Gog, I'm trying to pull it up on my phone here because I didn't even take notes on it because I didn't even want to bring it up because I was embarrassed for you. Oh, understandable. Um, Garlic lost 63.42 to 63.44. Now, it's a very, very close match. I'll give you that. I lost by two one (laughs) hundredths. Yes, but you lost by two one hundredths of a point to a team that had Mark Ingram, who's suspended. No kicker, and no defense. Yes, Josh, I'm aware. So, um, did you ever win the championship in this league? I've won the
0: very first year. Thank you very much. Go fuck yourself. The Los Angeles Chargers actually got me negative fucking points, so I would have been better off having no defense. Amari Cooper got me 1.8. Doug Baldwin got me fucking zero. I don't know what else you want me to say, Josh. My team is very disappointing in this league, and it has been for a while.
1: Yes, it is, and, and I'm sitting here laughing even though I lost by 60. So... <laughs> 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 um, but I did say in my predictions last week that Tyler was going to beat me because his wide receivers were so um, consistent. And Tyler's wide receivers put up 18, 22, and 35 compared to my 6, 7, and 6. So,
0: If you want to talk, accidentally shot yourself in the, in the leg here just for a second. I had both the Rams and the Vikings defense on my bench with 17 and 19 points respectively. So if I just would have played either one of those instead of the fucking Chargers, I would have won by a lot.
1: Or if you would have just played no defense um but yeah so that's um that's a little bit about that one um blood sweat and beers um we're going to talk about a little bit so for hidden oaks people this is when you can go to the bathroom um and so
0: people go to bathroom mid pod and leave it playing in the in the background um,
1: i actually just got an email saying um the the fantasy football yahoo sports week one recap our weekly grade for this week was a b
0: we got a fucking b
1: Yep, and that's better than the D-plus Alex Smith first round got. So Yeah, because we'll we take fucking it. smoked him. Um And so they fell short of their predictions by quite a bit. Um, We had, you know, solid, I don't understand how to read these things, um, but our highlights, um, Philip rivers obviously did solid. Um, Our matchup player was Michael Thomas. He killed it. Um, Hidden Oaks won, even though they had two of their eight starters exceeded their scoring predictions. Um, Alex Smith had only three of their eight starters score higher than their projected points. Each team failed to reach their projected point total, even though we were only four points away. Um, that's still a failure, Josh, technically. But yeah, so we won. Um, erect Dicker, um, they won um, 140 to 129. John O's Burton's, they won 84.3 to 76. So that was a close game. Ooh, Dalton Abbey squeaked out a victory, less than 1.103. 0.54 to 102.66. That's that sad Bears fan got even sadder, Josh. Yep, sadder Bears fan lost that one. <laughs> um, the touchdown, my pants, beat two girls, one cup, 123 to 99.8. And then the Buckers lost to Brett and Brett. Brett and Brett um they beat them 122 to 101. Um, biggest blowout of the week goes a touchdown, my pants, versus two girlies, one cup with a 23 and a half point spread that'll do it um so yeah I uh, gave you a little taste of the blood sweat and beers league um and garlic and i'll be doing that from time to time just because those guys are nice enough to listen to us ramble on um for an hour and sometimes longer um this week our matchup in this in this league i'll keep talking um dead even split 50 50 um and that's because none of the projections are through So screw you, Yahoo. Wait, we're split at like what? Zero, zero then? Yep. So, uh. So we are the Bears, or not the Bears, we are the Steelers and the Browns. (laughs) We're gonna tie. Yeah, buddy. Um.
0: So. We don't really have anything else on our list here, Josh. I mean, obviously we put together our, at least I put together and then you you did as well, our kind of like our, our fantasy, our running fantasy record for the year, um, like based on all our leagues. So like I'm in eight leagues, you're in eight leagues. Um, I'm
1: actually only in seven. Counting was hard the other day, I guess. Okay. You're bragging
0: to me that you're in the same amount of leagues as me, but I guess you're fucking not, Josh. Um, okay. So I just got a text from Ryan Walters that says, oh, oh God. Hold on. I don't know if this is pod worthy or not. He says, do you guys talk about week one fantasy in your latest pod bonus pod two? no, we do not Ryan Walters, um, but we do in this podcast that you can listen to right fucking now. Um, and now was a relative term because you can listen to this on demand. But anyways, going back to what I was saying. Um, um so we have I'm in eight fantasy leagues, and so I thought it'd be fun to keep a running total I'm um, kind of how I do each week and then kind of what my fantasy record is as the season goes on so week one was really fucking rough for me Josh. I went two and six all right I got six fantasy losses week one you never want to start your league your seasons that way um I don't have any historical data to know if I've performed similar in the past or not, so I don't know if losing in the in the first couple weeks is good um because I was in I came in like the top four places in half my leagues last year I won two of them so um, I'm not trying to toot my own harm. I'm just saying these are the facts situation. So I'm 2-6 and six right now, and the only two games I won, Josh, another FF fun fact, the only two games I won are both co-managed teams, so maybe I'm the fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, I, I'm not going to deny that, you're a problem. Um uh, No, um, I went 6-1. and one. That's pretty fucking good, Josh. I'll take it. Season over, I win.
0: Yeah, I mean, and so just to talk, I don't want to talk about this too much, but just to break it down, so, um... I ranked my my uh, I ranked all my fantasy leagues by the price to get in. So obviously, that's obviously if you were to win that league, that you'd get more money back. So um, I lost all my expensive leagues. I won one free league, and I won my cheapest dollar amount league. So this is not looking like a good return on an investment early on here, Josh. Right, might be losing a lot of money this year.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's a possibility. Um, I do want to point out that every team that I own, Josh Gordon, in. I won. Okay, that's great. So, um, there you go, folks. The secret to success is Josh Gordon. I don't think that's true, but no, I actually you you mentioned Ryan Walters, and I know that this podcast gets talked about in another pod or this league gets talked about in another podcast um, that he's one of the hosts on. Um, I beat him in uh, in Get week one. Walters. Yep. Did um, that?
0: I, so, I do. I, do you listen to their week one pod? I assume you did, but maybe not. Like their I, I, yeah, week yeah, one. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, his team, like I saw the draft forward, and I like heard him re-go over the, the the draft in their podcast. His team sounds bad. Well, he drafted Le'Veon Bell. I mean, I mean, sure. I, that's probably the best player on his team, though, still, even though the guy hasn't played. Like, Walters, I love you. I respect you. Your team sounded bad. Like, it looks bad on paper. You're not making the playoffs. I'm going to get that $10, we bet, for sure.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, and, and he did not want to trade me. Um, I offered him Mike Evans and i think it was jamal williams for Devonte adams and he said no um Devante adams has a hurt shoulder and mike evans balled out last week um so i'm just gonna kind of ignore that trade from now on <laughs> um and so we'll uh we'll see how it goes obviously week one can't overreact to everything um and so uh, trades week three four five is probably when i'm gonna start busting out all those trade offers sure sell high buy low um do we have anything else we want to talk about josh um the the
0: piping hot spaghetti upstairs that I'm going to go devour Ooh, that does sound good. Um, so we're, we're already at an hour 10, but to tr- try and give a fair shake to our, our good friend Kevin Brown, um, we had an interview with him in episode three, but episode three is Josh and I's least favorite podcast that we've recorded so far. It's just kind of long and boring. And um, so, You mean they we, all haven't been long and boring? Well, they all have been, but I've, we've got actually gotten some good reviews on some of them. Like Caramel Bear has complimented me. You and I both got a personal call from uh, Mr. Jordan Bates, um, the club13.net. Uh, a little plug for him, and then uh, Jamie texted me about it too. So all these people are complimenting me, Josh. But you know, remember at the end of the last episode when I pledged, I begged people to engage with the show. Zero people have engaged with the show, so our our number one goal has uh, not been achieved yet for this whole podcast. So
1: yeah, no, um, then that's completely and utterly fine.
0: Yeah, uh, I was gonna say predictable. If you didn't say
1: fine like that, it, it completely and
0: utterly, utterly
1: predictable. Yeah, well. I might actually. Here's what I'm gonna do oh this should be good first person to email us gets five dollars
0: from garlic that, that's honestly fine with me first person to email us hidden at overdose at com. emailing us confirm that you listen to the pod i well, hang on now
1: hang on i'll venmo you five dollars maybe we want to edit that first part out because it's our group of friends do they know how to spell hidden oaks overdose they should if they don't fuck them you, you have to know how to spell it to uh to find it yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, and they, if they're listening to the bot, they'll have it literally spelled out in front of them on their phone, on Spotify, on
1: iTunes, on Google Play, on whatever. Oh, okay, so so we're on all of those platforms? Yeah,
0: we're on every platform right now except for iHeartRadio that hasn't what? been officially yet.
1: I know. I quit.
2: Yep.
0: So, yeah, here's this Kevin Brown interview will get uh, placed in right now, and obviously that interview happened in the past, but um, past garlic will know exactly what he's talking about, and then if I didn't, I'll give a little pause here for myself. Yep. Alright, so this is that's halfway through the divisions so we really didn't stick very strictly to our a minute per team. Shocking that we didn't do what we said we we're gonna do. Um, but I'm I'm pulling it in Kevin's phone number as we speak. and um, I don't know how to read my own handwriting, so that's always great. Um, I'm just gonna keep talking so we don't have dead air here. If you're looking for your dog, she's right beneath us.
2: Yeah, okay. Well, is it <laughs> that, terrible?
0: that was not Kevin Brown, Josh, god damn it. All oh, you said you were calling him, it sounded like him. <laughs> no, it didn't. Um, Alright, so hopefully he picks up. Allegedly, he's at, his, he's at his cabin right now.
1: 11.15. He's going to be either hammered Shh. or high.
0: Yeah, it sounds... Does that sound bad in your ear or is that just me? All right, is my sound just going to go to shit again? of course kevin's not going to pick up talk josh um yeah hello this is kevin Ooh, kevin how you doing baby girl
2: hey it's going well how about you
0: good josh is that quiet for you hold on one sec kevin a little quiet Alright, so Kevin, baby girl, uh we're we kinda we're in the middle of a podcast here, we're kinda taking a little break so we don't bore all the fans and we want uh, I wanted to call you last week but it just didn't work out. Um so you're Kevin Brown, you're you know, we, we met you through yep. Jesse. Um you're new yep, in our Dynasty right? League this year. Why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Yeah, well yep, as you already said, mention you met you guys through Jesse. Um I'm a huge football fan. I played football when I was like eleven years old, I wanna say, and um I just uh, transitioned to, you know, being obsessed with football and following the NFL, following the Vikings, and um, uh, I would just say that I've been passionate since I was 11. So, um and so now I'm in the fantasy football. And Jesse had told me that there was a, you know, a spot open for the dynasty league, and I decided to join in on this. So,
0: you're a brave soul, me. by the way. You, yeah, you took over probably the shittiest fantasy team that's ever existed.
2: Oh, I, I appreciate it, guys. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting year, but just got to go along with it. I have no choice. And I already knew what the uh, team was like before I did it. So,
0: yeah, I mean, you can say you appreciate it, but we appreciate you. Um, if you went to taking that team, I honestly don't know anyone on the planet who else, who other, who otherwise would have taken that team. Do you, Josh?
1: Absolutely not. I, I, I would have tempted to just kind of let them all just kind of fade off into free agency and then just play nine man. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Kevin, you say you're a big football fan. Where does that come from? Do you, is there like an origin story of your football, f- football fandom or kind of what got you into the sport?
2: Well, um, you know, it's always kind of been like part of my life. My dad, he played football growing up. And um, and also he was a huge Vikings fan and football fan in general. So I kind of just, you know, just kind of got, got interest, you know, through my dad. So I can't really say it was just like, oh, this player, you know, got me interested. It's just kind of like my dad loved watching it. And it's just kind of, so I like to like the sport too. So that was my uh, story there.
0: Nice. Uh, I like it. Um, yep. you're a big Vikings fan, I assume, or
2: Oh yeah, huge Vikings fan. Really excited for this upcoming season with Kirk Cousins and uh Sheldon Richardson hopefully pulls it off and then um Delvin Cook being healthy again.
0: No doubt. Uh what do what do you think what do you got for a record? Make of what do you think the Vikings are gonna do this year?
2: I'm gonna say uh twelve and four, and that's a successful season because it's a much harder schedule this year than last year. And, um, yeah, And that being said, I think the Vikings are still going to have a good defense. Just a tougher schedule, and we're still going to be the first in the NFC North.
0: I hope. I certainly hope so. Um, do you give a shit about any of the other teams in the NFL? Is there any other teams you'd like to talk about for a sec? I don't know if you even pay attention to anyone that um, isn't the Vikings. but I
2: would say that uh, I don't mind the Patriots because of Tom Brady. Yep. And I do like how, how Bill Belichick, I like how he operates. So that's, that's about it in terms of other teams. But for sure the Vikings and then... You know, obviously, whoever players I have for fantasy, I support those teams, and hopefully, those players do well too. So,
0: anyone on your fantasy team really excite you this year? I know you kind of took over a shit team, but I don't know if there's any hidden gems that you really liked or not. Well,
2: for sure. Okay, so for sure, out of my starters, I really like the two picks of uh, Evan Ingram. I think Ingram is um, has a lot of potential to score a lot of you know touchdowns with Eli Manning. He's kind of a doesn't have like a can of an arm. He kind of has a you know medium arm. So. I like him with um, Eli Manning, and then I also do like LaShawn um, McCoy. You can't go wrong with him. So sure. Yeah. I, he just I, I don't I don't mind those two players, but aside from that, no receiver splash at all. I mean, when Julian Edelman comes back, it might be a little better, but I don't really. I mean, I don't know if Joey Nelson will do very well in Oakland. So, besides uh, from the players I mentioned, I'm not really nobody really jumps out. But at the same time, for the rookie draft, I had um, Cortland Sutton could really shine. Um, Eventually, and then Sonia Mitchell under the New England system could try to, so. There's some upside,
1: no doubt. Uh,
0: yeah. Josh, do you have anything? Anything you want to ask Kevin?
1: No, I just I was I was just nodding along as you're talking about your draft because I agree on Cortland Sutton, and then uh, I think well you had the second overall pick, which kind of sucks because you definitely deserved the first with the team, um, and so obviously Saquon was off the board. <laughs> but um, I, yep. I think right when you took Sonya Mitchell, um, I, I I figured. That that was a great pick, and I know he had um, some um, knee injury that might keep him off the field for week one. Yep. But he's he's gonna, um, I think he's gonna tear it up, especially with uh, Tom Brady and um, and Bill Belichick coaching. It's it's gonna be, um, it should be a good season for him, even if he does sit out week one.
2: Yep, I agree. I agree, and I'm excited to see what his D2 is. He's a first round pick, and um, it'd be kind of weird if they didn't use him. You know, you know, a lot. So, mm-hmm. absolutely
0: uh kevin did you did you get a chance at all to listen to the podcast i sent you or no i assume you didn't because i sent it pretty last minute i've
2: been no i did not get a chance i've been busy with Work and grad school stuff. Sure. now I'm in my cabin right now. Yeah, and just enjoying you your Labor show. Day
0: weekend. This asshole's yeah. over here sending you homework, basically, and you're just trying to, you know, have a little vacay. Um, uh, so, do you? Uh, how familiar are you? Do you think with the people in the Dynasty League? You've, I don't think you've really said anything in chat. Um, the chat's been very active here the last couple days um, or last couple week uh, about the last week or so. Uh, do you really know anyone else in the league that isn't uh, I, me or Josh?
2: No, I, I met I met you and Josh. I met Nate. And then, aside from that, you know, obviously Jesse, but really nobody else. I mean, Bradley, Bradley's not in the league, is he? No, he's not. That's right, okay, yeah. I was going to say, if Bradley was in it, I would know him. But other than that, I don't really know a lot of you guys, but um, that's I don't. That's totally cool. We'll get to know each other as maybe if it just stays as a yearly thing, you know. Maybe it goes further than just a few years. So, you never know.
0: Hmm. Uh, uh, with that said, do you want? I know you don't really know the league very well, but uh, there's there's a couple of loudmouth people, uh, a couple of loudmouths in our league. Anyone you want to talk trash to yet, or you just want to kind of let your team do the speaking for you?
2: Oh, uh, I think just for now we're just gonna let the team do the speaking for me. That sounds good.
0: Yeah, I respect that choice. Uh, when you're coming <laughs> in with the team you have, um, any, you know, anything else you want? Anything else you want to say, Kevin? Anything you want to add about the football season or about just you as a person, or you know, anything in general? Um, any any other last thoughts?
2: Um, helmet rule has to change immediately.
0: Oh, you think so? You want to talk about that yep. for a little
2: bit? Um, I don't have to talk, I don't really want to talk about it a lot because I'm going to get kind of fired about it, but <laughs> sure. I mean, as, as someone that has played football, I think you need to be safe and, you know, make sure that you don't lead with your head. That's kind of how I was taught, you know, when I played, you know, elementary football, middle school football, I and mean, high school football, you, you tack by, you know, basically raising, you know, you, you don't lead with your head. You, you follow through and like, pick basically like you know pick up your your uh, upper upper um, body through the tackle instead of like you know diving your head so that's it's kind of like a different way i was taught how to tackle but there's just certain situations especially you know in the nfl where there's just no way to prevent you know the tackles that you know they make it's like there's no other situation that they could have done that would have prevented that so it's just kind of Well, in a game that's so physical already, and then to add on that helmet rule, it just makes it so difficult for the players. Oh, should I do this? Should I take this risk? Or, you know, it just it just it just causes problems and there's going to be a bunch of penalties and that's already been a problem. So that's kind of my my two cents with that.
0: Oh, yeah. I appreciate you throwing your two cents in there. I agree. Um, you know, I mean, obviously you want to, you know, any, any way you can promote player safety, that's great. But uh, I also yep. agree that there's a plenty of incidental situations where the guy didn't try to hit him with the head or like the other guy lowered his head and that's why it looked like the, you know, the 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 tackler was, you know, hitting with the head. So the, the defenders yep. kind of get a bad rap. Um, you know, I think Josh made the comment in one of the podcasts that soon, soon it's going to be two-hand touch and I don't think that'll be a very exciting product to watch. But uh you know I, yeah you know. It,
2: it, it could it could very well get to that point you don't know you really have no idea mm-hmm.
0: so. all right any other final co- thoughts here Kevin otherwise I can let you get back to your uh, awesome labor day vacation
2: hey nope, that's it uh thanks for the thanks for uh asking the questions and I'm excited to be part of this league.
0: Yeah, I I hope you're happy uh, to have you. Yeah, I hope your team gets some lucky wins this year. The only thing I wish maybe it would be okay for you to lose and get some high draft picks next year, but uh, hoping for the best for you since you're generous enough to take over that team, man.
2: Sounds good. Thanks, guys.
0: All right. Yep. Have a good one, Kevin. Yeah. See you,
2: Kevin.
0: Bye. All right. What a generous guy, giving us some time there on his uh, vacation weekend. Um, So that's Kevin Brown. Um, What words? Oh this stopped recording at a certain point that's not great oh well we still got audacity Um, I guess I'll just hit record now for shits and gigs Um, yeah I don't know Kevin Brown great guy really appreciate him taking over the team appreciate having him in the league obviously kind of Jesse was his main friend Jesse's gone in basic training but uh, yellow swag 420 blaze as the kids would say Um, so we've got and yeah that was that was the interview with Kevin, so it got inserted right there um to, the, the due to editing magic um so thank you, Kevin, for joining us, Josh. Thank you for having me um I'm looking forward to week two here uh again, I hope everyone engages with the show uh Josh, do you want to make any sign off comments? Nope, Josh, the new stayed silent, so thank you everybody for joining us and uh you know, engage the show he has a bunch
2: of losers in. Me, I saw.
0: You're a fucking terrible, Josh. Uh, girly, best practice. Josh, I like to hover, but I'll probably be sitting here doing a little production stuff a little bit sooner than welcome to just go upstairs and enjoy your spaghetti. What? The only league I fucking have him in is the fucking Coon Rapids Dynasty League. It's the only team I want to do better. You
2: going to flip the